You're listening to the Periodic Table of Awesome podcast, bringing you the best of geek from week to week. Join your hosts, Dion and Quinny, and the occasional special guest as they talk movies, TV, gaming, toys, comics, and everything in between. ゴジラ。マイナスそしてこちらはピーターさんです。よろしくお願いします。この小のトピックはゴジラ<笑><笑><笑><笑><笑> Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jiro-san. Oh, Jiro-kun. Uh, oh, yeah, I know. Well, it's great. I mean, you just have to unmike your, unmute your mic, Quinny. Uh, as you, yeah, then you can have the... the, the... <laughs> ah, fun. there we go. I've unmuted everybody but me. Uh, Wakarimasen is all they said. You know what? A that big was... pile of Wakarimasen. That was beautiful. Thank you very much. Oh, Jill, oh, that, a, a round of applause for yes. Jill. <laughs> We're multilingual here, apparently. Yeah, like, can you tell I've been learning Japanese for many years? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a yes. Bit, a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, can, can you translate for us, please, Jill? Oh, yes. I welcomed everybody to the show. Uh, it was fun to learn what periodic table was in Japanese, which is <laughs> shuki hyo. Uh, oh. So we are the. Shuki ho no suvarashi. So the periodic table of awesome. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to change I that on all the branding. Guys, and I said, the show's theme tonight is Godzilla minus one. <laughs> the best thing I love about it is, Peter, every time you smile broadly, um, your background goes through and your mouth turns into a. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> stream yard for the win. I know, right? Flawless. Uh, we, we love our stream yard. Well, that's if an. I oh, give we... myself a bit more light. That might. There we go. Wait, no, no. Yeah. Are you are you saying are you saying that technology technology has brought around unintended consequences and we need to reevaluate <laughs> our relationship with it? I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna work with the technology actually. While uh, I'm, I think I can fix this, I feel Great. like feel like I can use knowledge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to use science and thinking? <laughs> solve the problem. Turn the background off. That's, um, that's disconcerting. But Peter, it's a metaphor. Yeah, it's a metaphor for a giant monster. Sick <laughs> grill, Peter. Sick grills. Who else has a sick grill? Gojira. Gojira. Uh, this uh, is super yep. exciting. Um, so, first of all, I want to shout out to Sugoi.co, uh, Sugoi Co, 
um, who uh, a new brand on the Australian um, kind of market, as it were, uh, who um, a couple of people who we've known for a long time, um, uh, people who are involved with Mad Men and so forth, um, who invited us to this screening. And we got to see this in an IMAX. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, <laughs> if ever there was a monster that was designed for IMAX, yeah. it's this guy. Yeah. Really? Unfortunately, the yeah. film was not designed for IMAX. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it was not as good as it could have been, but it was still pretty fantastic. The OG, the yeah. larger than life, the big on the screen. Uh, mm -hmm. I did have a little bit of a squee when I saw the Toho logo come up on the IMAX and I was kind of like, yeah, this is already yeah. a great film. It's a, it's such a good time. And every time you see the Toho logo at the start of a film, you're like, oh, yeah, we're we're in good territory here. Yeah. This is the safe place. <laughs> and I loved it. Ah, so funnily enough, this follows on from last week's uh, Monarch um le was a legacy of monsters yes. so it's been godzilla all the time around here yeah i ain't mad about that no yeah what are you what are you complaining no. about <laughs> sorry Dan. i said what are you complaining about that's fine nothing i'm down I'm for giant kaiju but what it does do it means that i've got no fucking preamble because we talked about godzilla last week oh. <laughs> Like, what was your first Godzilla? We covered it last week. As we what all was know. your favourite Godzilla film? We covered it last week. However, Peter wasn't here. Uh-oh. This is going to be a real quick conversation, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, I, still, I still have blue teeth. Yep. I you love do. it. It's great. This is what happens with international travel. You just get blue teeth and... Uh, what have you been drinking? I'll take a vote. Just like, pretend you're ready for a boxing match or something. It's your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, have seen a total of one other Godzilla film. Oh, oh wow. In my life. Was it the 1998 one? I Look, it was the 90s. It was the 90s. I, I, I went and saw a film that uh, did feature Godzilla and a bunch of Americans um, on a very awkward double date. I remember more about the awkwardness of the double date oh. than I do about the movie. Uh, <laughs> and I decided, uh, yeah, big monsters. Sure. <laughs> big monster. So weren't overly sold on the old uh, big monster problem? I mean, it didn't make me kind of want to run out and actually um, experience more Godzilla, weirdly. Oh, yeah. This one or the, the, the mid-90s Matthew Broderick The, the mid-90s uh, version. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Right. Well, to be well, fair, that's... I mean, not everything comes with a Jamiroquai soundtrack. And we covered a lot of this last <laughs> week in, in the, the Monarch one. Uh, you have no clue how close I am to just finding some Jamiroquai and playing it in the background. But then I've realised that that's really hard to do on this system, so I'm not going to yes. do it. Just imagine it. Imagine some yeah. Jamiroquai. If you go deeper underground, you can find it, Quinny. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. Um, no, the 98 one did not have Will Smith. Um, oh, why would the 98 one? <laughs> Independence Day mix-up thing? Yeah. Is that like one of those <laughs> yeah. uh, Mandela effects? Yes, yeah. very much so. <laughs> no, the That's where Will Smith gets out of a thing, punches Godzilla, and says, "Welcome to Earth." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the Berenstain Bears turned I up. I would believe that. The Berenstain Bears turned up, and they fought Godzilla. 
yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's how this works. That was right? the same year that Nelson Mandela died in prison, wasn't it? <laughs> oh. oh no. That's where it gets cross name from. Yeah. Stop cross pollinating everything. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Yeah. Right. But this so, one. So, um, sorry. You no, you go. You're about to launch into it. No, oh, no, I, I was going to say. So now we are talking about the actual Godzilla mm. minus one, which is the newest of the new. Um, in the God, I think there's what did we work out last week? 33? Thirty three. I think it's thirty three. Oh, thirty three. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure there were there were around that thirty ish mark. Yeah. Of uh of these films, which is uh impressive, and. Um, Peter, I do need to know, the, the, the Broderick one, um, do you have any memories of it at all or was it just a bad date? There was a very big monster. <laughs> also, your teeth aren't blue anymore, so that's amazing. I can hear I what you're saying. I technology to my way out of that one. Yeah. Hey. Oh, no, they're back. Oh, oh <laughs> you're so clever. <laughs> it's all right. It's a Ronda Rousey cosplay. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, and, and shout out to Karina who has seen the 1954 original, Matthew Broderick, Shin Godzilla, and all of the MonsterVerse Godzillas. So um, there was somebody who had a little bit of homework to do this week. Um, Jill. <laughs> Funny story. So <laughs> last week I came up with this brilliant thing where what if they were building the uh, Mecha Godzilla in this MonsterVerse one? And then I was immediately told, oh, no, that was an end of credits thing uh, in the Godzilla versus Kong. And I'm like, oh, I haven't seen that one. Well, how come I haven't seen that one? Well, I watched that one uh, on the weekend and quite quickly remembered that I actually had watched it before. Um, <laughs> just didn't stick with me. And that's where I got the idea about Mega Godzilla from. <laughs> funny thing because i did watch it right to the end right um, yeah mm. completely blacked out the whole middle bit they started dragging kong out on a barge to try and coax out godzilla and i was like oh fuck i remember this <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. another film with wildly varying depths of ocean <laughs> <laughs> yes Classic. we discussed that last time you know, like, like, these places just have like how tall is Godzilla? He's either 30 stories or five feet. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's whatever the plot <laughs> describes. Yeah. Yeah. We have a little bit of that in uh, the old minor one as well. Well, they kind there's, of. Yeah. There's elements. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. So <laughs> should we should should we try for a synopsis? Is that a thing? Sure. Sure. Yes. Is it going to okay. be in Japanese? And, uh, <laughs> shit. Um, no, it's really not. And it's not going to be in a shitty Japanese accent either because good. That, <laughs> that's good. Awkward and inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we will try and go with some uh, appropriately uh, uh, powerful music. Okay, right. Feeling as if he unfairly cheated death too many times, Shikishima, a surviving kamikaze pilot, is attacked on Odo Island, along with many other warplane engineers, by a gargantuan monster. After the engineers die due to Shikishima failing to distract the monster, an overwhelming amount of guilt weighs on him, especially after a homeless woman and a baby move into his home when he returns. Shikishima now on a personal mission 
teams up with a large group of veterans to finally take their take down the monster known as Gojira. We were definitely bopping to this one after the movie. <laughs> Very memorable. I feel like it's about to break out into a chorus now, though. It does. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's got that kind of vibe, doesn't it? Yeah. It's anyway, a good soundtrack. Enough of that. Yeah. It is a good soundtrack and um, good audio throughout. Like, if there's one thing that you don't fuck with with Godzilla, it's the sound. You've got to get the sound right. It has to sound like a giant fucking monster. <clears throat> and I think they did. Yeah, even though the monster wasn't so giant, kind of ish, <laughs> but it was. I, I mean, we teen teen Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. prepubescent Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, but at both times, prepubescent Godzilla, and then kind of young adult Godzilla for reasons <laughs> that plot explains, which is fine. Um, yes, uh, it is called minus one because this happens before any other Godzilla movie that has existed in timeline-wise. So. Yeah, specifically. Mm. Which is very hard to do, isn't it? It's like, do we go? how far do we go backwards now? <laughs> mm. Well, how much, you know, there, there has to be a starting point with Godzilla, and that starting point has to be the end of World War II. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, and I think that sort of... I mean, because the, the the atomic bomb is is the thing that kicks it all off. Mm. Now, I suppose conceivably they could, if they wanted to, go back and do, you know, a, minus a, two. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, some other mathematical number. Don't do minus two. That's but, ridiculous. But yeah, that, that's one of those things that I like. I. I feel like that's something that miss we miss from a lot of the, the American films is the fact that what Godzilla actually means, what it's meant to be about, what the what the stories are actually talking about, which is the cultural fucking impact of a country that has been bombed and mm. has experienced something truly, you know, soul-tearingly terrifying. Like some and... sort of metaphor. <laughs> 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 a little bit, yes. Or an allegory. Yeah, I was going to say, it's allegory, it's metaphor. I don't know. There's just so much typing happening. I can just hear keyboards going mad with typing. <laughs> um, yes, I, I, I was going to sort of uh, make a joke there, but now you've derailed my sense of uh, thought, Quinny, but that's okay. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I was going to make a joke about the metaphor about the destruction and the, the overall thing, but the, the question needs to be asked, who is the monster, the nuclear bomb or the giant monster? Which one's the worst monster? And if that's the one, then is it man or is it the monster? No, in this one, it's definitely Godzilla. Godzilla is definitely the one <laughs> that is the Working monster. Sorry, I've now course. just got am I man or am I a Muppet in my head, so that's going to be right to me. Am I a man or am I a kaiju? Uh, <laughs> am I a man? <laughs> am I some sort am of I a kaiju? Kaiju man. Um um, Actually, that. that'll be that's, that's, that's now there's, my one, song. there's something I just would have mashed up there that I really like. I want to go and watch a film called Kaiju Manji. 
<laughs> what could make Jumanji better? Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, you know what? This new Godzilla times Kong or X-Con, whatever mm. movie's coming out next year, I want to see Godzilla versus Oppenheimer. Thank you, yes. Karina, in the chat, because honestly, that's what started it all. Yes. Godzilla gets to, like, meet his maker, like, father. Yeah. You created me. <laughs> and, and he whispers to him while they're making love, I am oh, death. No. I am the bringer of earth and worlds and stuff. Like that. And, oh. and they have an awkward scene where they just sit around naked, both Oppenheimer and Godzilla. None of this is in oh. Godzilla minus one, and it doesn't need to be. <laughs> and it's never going to be. Just, just, just to clear it up for a Godzilla noob over here like yes. godzilla godzilla prior to the atomic bomb testing just the atomic bomb testing made him more godzillary is what i read from this plot well because when he first turns up on that island yeah like, he was hmm. already a godzilla i mean he was already you a godzilla you don't, see, you don't see those things just walking around well, no, exactly. And it was and the end of the war. And then the bomb testing happened. And then well, he was like, oh, Godzilla. Um, I think he was because yeah, he wasn't. Because bomb testing had happened in the that. ocean at the beginning of the, uh, like at the very end of World War Two. Yeah. I don't think. Um, yeah, yeah. No, they, were, they just like immediately mm, started testing know. nukes out there. Because it kind of. Mm. I mean. Once again, it depends on all. Like, yeah, this is this is one of those ones where history is going to be a, a, a careful point of it because because wasn't it a few months after the bombs dropped that the war actually ended? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like, so I think Godzilla probably the, had a little bit of time to mutate. Yeah, and and whether it's not or not that it's, it's him mutating or just being woken up because the idea I think is that he's always perhaps been there in some form, like as a prehistoric big monster, but the radiation from the bomb. Oh, well, if, yeah, if you go with this hollow earth theory thing that they're doing in oh. the monsterverse, then maybe yeah. the bomb, like, cracked open that hollow earth portal and that's where he came yeah. from. Possibly. No. I just always <laughs> sort of assumed that, like, it was just that he was sucking in radiation. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was more and that, I, it, that it was a deep sea like creature that had been disturbed by the radiation and then that affected him and then it made it actually make I well I mean sorry I don't want to gender Godzilla. Uh, uh, mm. putting <laughs> putting out there that you know the 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 bombs affected Godzilla and made it bigger and also got kind of grumpy but then they 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 cunningly explain that in the film quite nicely by going oh it's always preceded by deep sea fish that come up from very very low down like weird sea creatures always like dying uh, no not dying but more like they they precede a godzilla like sighting because that's kind of where it's coming from it's it's like a little thing i mean who, who really knows we don't know what you, you read that slightly differently than i did because i what i took it was hmm. that <clears throat> godzilla being highly radioactive and fucking not good to be around Right. was just killing off deep sea fish and they were floating up ahead but it of couldn't have been radioactive in 1945 the, the, they didn't test bombs in the ocean until 1946. So, yeah. so like, I, that, this is where I'm kind of getting. And then they have that scene mm -hmm. where it's kind of like, mm -hmm. first he turns up, and this isn't like any spoilery, this is like just kind of 
the foundation of the plot of the movie. Uh, mm. But like the first time he turns up is prior to him being exposed to radiation. Yeah. And then there is a yeah. visual sequence that symbolizes Godzilla being exposed to the radiation and getting more Godzilla uh, Yeah. And so it's kind of like, oh, you know, he was like, you know, there was a thing that was like maybe a bit scary sometimes, but like yeah. now, thanks to. Thanks to man. Evil bombs. Thanks yeah. to evil <laughs> bombs. Now yeah. look what you've done. Damn yeah. it, damn it. <laughs> Let's go with that one. I like that yeah. one. Damn it, yep. man. That what have you bad. done again? It's always a man's fault. Yeah. Too much too much Oppenheimer. Yeah. yeah. Is this how you, this is how you <laughs> get a nuclear dragon? This is how you get a nuclear dragon. Yeah. Stop that. Yeah. And ants. And ants, um, yes. But I guess yeah. the amount of discussion we've put into this maybe points towards like a couple of the minor flaws of the film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're already going in there, Jesus. Just, I mean, just a few plot wise in the scientific construct of what was happening. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I don't think any of them are ever very scientifically accurate. And I don't mind if it's ridiculous as long as it's consistent. It's the lack of consistency that bothers me. You know? Okay. Who's what going were your, to see what were your Who's going to see annoyance? You know what? I, I can't because I think if you're a fan and you want to go see the film, some of the things that I describe I think should be spoilers just because they're cool moments that you don't want somebody to describe to you before you see the film. Yeah. Okay. Um, but there were definitely some things where, like, Godzilla, Godzilla does something in, like, one situation and certain, um, you know, backlash of physics happen and then Godzilla does Godzilla does same thing in another situation and like completely different backlash of physics happens you know kind of like to serve the plot in a different way have you not, have you not understood <laughs> the, the whole idea of having a montage that's just his training sequence and then it you know he gets more control of his powers as he gets older <laughs> and bigger but it's, and it's <laughs> It's not, which points towards a thing that I, I, I quite liked about the film, which is it was way more human drama and way less monster than I was expecting. And this is why mm. you As need... somebody who's never seen a real Godzilla film before. Yes. Here's a point I'm going to bring up because usually I fucking hate that stuff. I just want to see <laughs> the monster going on a rampage and that's what I pay yeah. my money for. But this I actually quite liked. Yes. Because um, our our protagonist, uh, Shikishima, was just so easy to connect with this guy was yeah. really messed up and the way that he was trying to atone for what he did and what he didn't do mm. was just really powerful i mean it's a strong mm. it's you're coming out of the gate very strong when your main protagonist human character is a failed kamikaze pilot like, I mean, that's a strong yeah. open for any movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I didn't yeah. do the kamikaze. And so now the yeah. rest of the film, and it's a Godzilla film. You're like, wow, okay, okay, no, no, no. So let's make this work. Mm. And it's like, yeah. yeah but this- to see, like, what he's faced with when he returns to his home to try mm. and pick up the pieces now that the war's ended and the mm. shame that he feels yeah. because the people around and we're like, we could have fucking won the war if you'd just killed yourself. Like, that's just insane. Yeah, it's And, and also that he's, oh, sorry, it, it, it's doubly layered on because 
the, the, as we see at the start of the film, he lands on Odo Island um, because essentially he's running away and saying, oh, my plane doesn't work properly. So the people there that are there to try and fix his plane, they are the ones who first encounter this proto-Godzilla. And once again, he fails. And, Mm. you know, his failure over and over and over again leads to people dying. And so you see this person and and no, there's a part of us with a different mindset that look at it and go okay you know not killing yourself is not a bad thing you know mm-hmm. especially if you've got a really good reason to do it where somebody has said you know don't kill yourself but seeing it turn you know show up again and again as either fear or uh inability to act you start to really sort of feel for this character and realize that it's a lot more nuanced. It's, it's a nuanced character, which is mm. not what I was expecting from a Godzilla film. <laughs> no. There's so, way more depth than the latest American iterations, yeah. I feel. Because oh, you actually, actually gave yeah. a shit about them. I didn't care about anyone yeah, of those exactly. American ones. I mean, it was it was fun because you went in there going, I want to see Godzilla destroy stuff. And you get a lot of Godzilla Oh, he fucking did. But then yeah. you also get a lot of like, oh, there's also a human drama story that's going on in the background and everyone has to work out how they're interacting in post-war Japan after they've just suffered a massive defeat and there's a huge cultural problem. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, that's... Uh, <laughs> Where's the Godzilla? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, when Godzilla turns up, you're like, yeah! And you kind of fight it. There's like, I want to see Godzilla destroy stuff. But also, I want to see the humans defend themselves because I kind of feel sorry for them now. So you're kind of torn between, it's like, who am I rooting for here? Is it both? Oh, am I going Godzilla. for both? Oh, wait. Are we supposed to root for Godzilla at any point? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's my grumpy <laughs> puppy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see him destroy Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. Godzilla... <laughs> Godzilla is, was just chilling out for a long time, but now some people come around fucking up, like blowing shit up, is you know shooting at him, blowing yeah. bo- setting mines off in his face. Jeez, yeah, man. yeah, I feel sorry Godzilla's for Godzilla. Godzilla's my spirit animal. That's what I want to do at the office some days. Yeah. <laughs> just like hyper beam in someone's face, throw stuff off the tables. I also love the fact about Godzilla. Godzilla's got that that great thing of just not giving a fuck and walking off. Like yes. That, yes. Like, this is a son of a bitch that walks away from an explosion and doesn't look back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because he caused the explosion. Yeah. Yes. Actually. Out. Yeah, and that is something I, I thought was really interesting with this one is the the design. Like, so Godzilla has been you know Godzilla man in suit for a very long time, mm-hmm. um, and. The design of the character, you know, is more CGI, but still very traditional, like Mm. feels like it could still be a man in a suit, maybe. Um, But the design of the explosions, um, the the Godzilla hyperbeam, the the way that that is expressed. Just like Loved mm. it. The way the spines all kind of just... But also just yeah, the, the the explosion itself. And I mean, if there was ever a question as to what the the subtext of these films is about, um the fact that Godzilla's hyperbeam explosions look the way they do really kind of says what we're talking about here. Yeah. <laughs> and that I think is great. I love the the design of it. I love the look uh, and yeah, I 
I love the, de the destruction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the blue, but mm. I am keen to see the Barbie core version in this new film next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because not only not only did we did we get to you know went through Monarch and then went and saw Godzilla minus one. Didn't uh, the trailer get released the other day? And yesterday, and I'm very confused about all of this now because I'm like, wait, <laughs> what is going on? Are we just fall like yeah? I I was very confused. I I don't know, but uh, how, how I don't know. We're talking about the Japanese one. We yes. are, we are. Yeah. The superior yeah. original type films, uh, which which mm. don't have to change the look of Godzilla and also don't have to really change how destructive it all is um, by giving mm. a monkey a cool gauntlet and an axe. <laughs> we, need, we need to let Godzilla x Kong go for the moment. Yeah, Let's okay. talk about Godzilla minus one on its own merit, shall we? Sure. Yeah, Panthera. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is your, your first true Japanese Godzilla film, right? Correct, yes. Um, were you surprised by any elements of it? Oh, just I think how how um, much I kind of enjoyed the, the humanness of the story. The reason I never sought out any of these films, having seen the American one, is because it just, I, I thought it was just going to be like a uh, uh, explosions, explosions, <laughs> yeah, people shoot things and win in the end kind of plot, which doesn't really interest me that much. But this was like a, a deeply human, very political, historical drama. I liked that. And then, like, the monster was cool. Like, it was just yeah. enough monster for me, you know? <laughs> cool. Well, well, Peter, if you like human interest dramas all about that, you're going to love all other 33. And uh, <laughs> that if you like cool monster battles... You're gonna hate all previous thirty-three. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> no, actually, no, that's unfair. Maybe about twelve of the first ones. You're gonna be like, "Yeah, not. That's just a guy in a suit knocking over a bunch of cardboard." Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure that I loved it enough to go and watch thirteen other thirty-three Godzilla. Sorry, thirty-three. <laughs> I definitely didn't like it that much. I, I, I probably won't seek out any more Godzilla films. I'm just saying this Aww. one. I, I liked it much more than I thought I would. Yeah. Okay. That's that's. I cool. was just like, oh fuck, the guys are making me see the fucking Godzilla film. <laughs> then I liked it. <laughs> God, you sound like with a gun to your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a spare ticket. See, for free, make me see good. Yeah, your life sucks, Pete. Terrible. But it was it was fun also in IMAX, um, even though it wasn't an IMAX oh, specific man, print by the looks of it. I have a bone to pick with IMAX as well, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> okay. um, um, it was fun and the the... the you know, the effects were fun. I, I mean, I, being no stranger to, like, the idea of Godzilla and having seen clips even though I haven't seen the film, um, I did also kind of enjoy that it tracked with what I knew of Godzilla even as somebody who's very much on the peripheral of it. So I felt like I was very much watching, like, a real Godzilla film and not mm. an American knockoff. Um, oh, cool which I'm not actually, I think with, when I came into this film with you guys, I thought it was an American-like film as well. Oh, right. I thought yeah, we were right. going to see like, 
GIs <laughs> and explosions, yeah. which is why it's a little bit like, oh, okay. And and I think it does a really good job of, of subverting a lot of those expectations as well, because um, like if you are looking at the American Godzilla films, like, you know, and Kong Skull Island and that whole monster verse, it is pretty gung-ho. It is pretty militaristic and, you know, like uh, even Monarch is pretty, um, yeah, it's got a, a military vibe, whereas this, it has a military vibe, but at the same time, these people are getting around on a, a shit kicker old boat, um, and you know they're they're trying to troll for mines um, because you know it's the only job that pays. It's this not like it's in a way an anti-military vibe. Very know? much, yeah. So. Yeah, I feel like the problem between the American versions and the Japanese versions is that the Americans are all about what makes our protagonist special why are mm. they the one that's involved in this story and it's always oh they're this exceptional person that does mm. such and such or oh and the military is like so exceptional that they ha are the ones that have to go out and like destroy the monster whereas with the japanese ones it's always small stories it's about regular mm. normal everyday people and i think that's where it's easier to connect with like the human elements of those godzilla films as opposed to the american ones where it's all about oh here's our, mm. our exceptional special chosen one that we're going to follow mm. a, lot of, a lot of godzilla this one's so not a huge yeah. part of the reason that none of the american films in this genre have ever really done it for me yeah it's and just this like weird sense of like american exceptionalism and special boys yeah, yeah it's like it's... oh here's this scientist that's done all this amazing research and they're the only person in their field that has ever like uncovered this amazing mystery about monsters here is the only person who can pilot the giant spaceship the, or the giant robot that will fight <laughs> yeah. properly. Um, a, but he needs to drift with another person there's a great uh, although i have to say like independence day does get a pass for that there is, oh, yeah. there is there is a great there's a great measure of collectivism in the Japanese ones as well in terms of whenever uh, usually yeah some some scientist always comes up with a plan in how to defeat Godzilla this time uh, and it's not usually about stopping Godzilla it's well not about defeating Godzilla it's just about stopping it or slowing it down or making it unable to move but I mean you're right in saying that like the American ones focus on like oh if it's one person that's left there we'll finally get to do the thing and press the button or like you know there's it's all about the individual yeah. the Japanese ones have a very big uh, collectivist kind of if we all work together and we work on this plan and it's you know we don't have much but mm -hmm. if we put in together then we'll be able to you know stop it and I really like that one came through as well you know towards the end when they mm. were all banding together to try and make this quite frankly very ludicrous plan happen scientifically um and the other thing that i also liked again uh yeah do it, it at least it's following on the tradition of not knowing where the ocean floor is like it yeah. doesn't it doesn't matter where we are uh the ocean floor is either two feet or seven thousand kilometers below you but Dion, yeah. they made a point of finding the deep bit. Sure. They did, but at the same time, Godzilla could still stand up um, yeah. and get enough leverage to stand up and 
pounce on. Exactly. Yeah, the sea floor seems to be very subjective. Yeah. Let's have absolutely. a chat about the physics of this in sports. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, okay. I really liked the the characters. So the the main character Shikishima uh, eventually, you know, um, finds a, a, a well a, a housemate and a child um, who are all essentially <laughs> refugees. Um, and then finds a group of people who he works with. And I actually really came to like those characters. Mm. Um, mm. They're built up enough and interesting enough throughout the, the rest of the, the narrative that you kind of get invested in them. So by the point where, you know, at the end where there's everybody going off to try and fight Godzilla in various different ways, I was actually kind of like, oh, shit, I don't want, the, I don't want that guy to die. I want, you know, I, I really want, you know, some kind of closure for the characters. And and there's a lot of telegraphing as to what is going to happen or what should happen or whatever. And, yeah, I found myself surprisingly invested. I mean, and we will come back to it in spoilers. There are a few elements to it that I thought were a bit like, ah, some cheese. But <laughs> at the same time, I found it a really surprisingly smart, film like you know the 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 skills that shikishima has um are all totally explained by the plot and in you know he's not special boy just because he's special boy like he's actually a skilled pilot and you know actually knows how to fire a big fucking machine gun and stuff like that because that was his job mm. all that kind of stuff i enjoyed yeah so, should we do a rating? Yeah. And then do some spoilery business? Sure. 100%. Yeah. Excellent. 100%, Jill, straight out. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, not 100%. It's pretty high up there. I did really enjoy it. I mean, for a modern day Godzilla film, it still harks back to the classics. And I think it, like, the Japanese know how to make a Godzilla movie and they just stick to the formula, you know, but it, it mm. doesn't feel tired in any way. It was still a, an original story and an exciting story. And there was still plenty of destruction. I was very happy. Got to see my grumpy little puppy swim <laughs> through the ocean, fucking people up. Like, he does yeah. some good swimming. Does some real good swimming. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so cute. He looks. He um, looked good though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he looks great. Super cute. Actually, and mm. so sorry. I saw something that I thought was really fucking cool and a, a de design element that I hadn't noticed. But um, he regenerates when he takes damage. But one of the things is when he uses his hyper beam, it does his dam him damage as well. Like, mm. you know, he cops a blast and and is like oh shit now i'm gonna have to regenerate and i was like fuck i didn't even notice that that's cool yeah Sorry. very cool if they make a little figure of this one i definitely want to get it i i really liked this design everything yeah. mm. about it um i think i'm gonna go with like i think i'm gonna go 90. i no really problem. liked the movie like the the human side of the story was great it was a very interesting post-war story it was nice to see a perspective that you really don't get a lot of the time and it's like uh japan picking themselves up after being mm -hmm. completely embarrassed by the whole world 
Yeah. But also, like, the shame that goes with their defeat in the war and what that means for them as a society and how they move on from that. Um, so I thought that was that was really fascinating. And mm. plenty of explosions. Too much splurge. <laughs> Too much splurge. D. Um, I'm going to give it... Mm, I was going to give it 80, but I'm going to give it 85. Because uh, I was like, oh, that's an unfair... Like, that was an unfair removal of points off that one. But, like, it, yeah, everything that you... What were you removing points for? Um, it's pretty long, and I think some of the human story could perhaps be removed because we didn't need as much of that. Uh, the no. ending was supremely telegraphed, but what am I asking for here? There's ju- it's a Godzilla movie, uh, and I kind of just wanted to see a little bit more of the, the Godzilla stuff. I mean, it, 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 tre- it was treading a very fine line, which is it was directly referential to the f- original Godzilla movies and this massive history that's coming before it, and yet still had fresh parts to it to keep you engaged and that, that's okay too um but sometimes you just want to see you know just want to see destruction and 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 more of that kind of thing. and whenever the God, godzilla was on screen it's just exciting and you want to see what it does and yeah it's kind of like i want to see more of that and i had a cool soundtrack and i liked it that's why it came back up i was like oh any flaws that i had with it would be like oh it's a bit nitpicky but i'm gonna go 85 it's good go see it Petra. I'm going to say I'm going to say 80 um, for you know basically the same reasons that, that Dion just said and and my butt wise um, <laughs> just basically you know I don't care things could be as ridiculous as they want to be as long as they're consistent um, and you know it is like I, I really enjoyed the human story in it and I really mm. enjoyed the cool monster design and you know those kind of action sequences and and you know, you really do get into like wanting the people to survive and um, getting into all of that that action. So I've I've actually already recommended people see it um, as as I've been talking to people. I'm like, go watch this film. Cool, it's fun, good film. Yeah, it's it's been getting extraordinarily high ratings. Um, like it's you know one of the highest rated Godzilla films in a very 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 long time, and it's. Yeah, um, been doing big numbers in the states, which is unusual as well. Um, like it's it's been very successful, which is nice to see because I do think it's really smart, fun, um, interesting film. And as you said, Jill, that exploration of a time period that we don't really know much about, like mm. post-war Japan, is and and seeing a a Japan that has in some cases been bombed you know, essentially back to fucking not quite the Stone Age, but really, you know, decimated with millions of people killed and them reacting to it. And I think that's, for me, really interesting because that's about what Godzilla is. Godzilla is all about a society's reaction to being destroyed. And, you know, if you do your sort of... um, (laughs) high school uh, film um, clubs and stuff like that. You'll see all of this stuff about how Japanese cinema if, since that time has been a reaction to the atom bomb and everything, like Akira, yeah. all of these things is all yeah. about that that reaction. So for 
it makes so much sense for Godzilla to be very overtly talking about it. And I fucking, I really dug that. Um, it does have some problems though. And yeah, there are a couple of bits that I was, well, that's cheese. And yeah, <laughs> it did go a little bit long and I'm like, oh, right. Okay. They're back. Oh, okay. Um, so it's 88 from me. I really, yeah, no, fuck it. 89. Um, <laughs> I, I, I dug it a great deal and I would very happily watch that Godzilla blow the fuck out of a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to have a bit of a look at a clip and then we'll be back to talk spoilers in yes. Diddly Doo. <laughs> big, big I mean, fucking boom. I mean, I don't know if I was just out there casually floating around shooting up mines as as you would do. You know, it is part of your post-war reconstruction to go out there and clean up all the shit that you laid out to stop people from coming along and then start getting chased down by a giant crocodile cat lizard. It's kind <laughs> of a bit scary. And that scene was actually quite mm. tense because I think you're right uh, earlier, Q. You're just like, hmm. You get start to get invested by these people and you actually care about them on the boat because they're not, you know, evil and they're just trying to get on with reconstruction and there's a whole bunch of things to do. Uh, and then suddenly they've got to deal with a fucking Godzilla. And they do so much better mm. than all the battleships. <laughs> yes. Which is kind of funny. And... and I, and, and I like that the battleships and everything that we see have, you know, a lot of weight and a lot of heft to them. Like, it, it feels like yeah. that thing of, of, you know, we're throwing the biggest things that we can, which are shipborne cannons and stuff like that, mm. at this thing, and they ain't doing shit. And I enjoyed that great tip. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we are in spoiler section now. Um, so we can talk about things that may happen in the later part of the film. If you are going to watch the film, and you don't want to know things, you oh. probably should bugger off. I was a bit concerned now. when um, <laughs> I was a bit concerned when Godzilla's girlfriend turned up, and along with his <laughs> out of wedlock ba baby Godzilla. No, like that's that's that was just as in like she just wrecks homes. She exclusively yes. yeah yeah homes. that's that's only, only <laughs> I like I like I wasn't expecting Godzuki. Yeah. Um, that's for sure. No. <laughs> I, I was I was a bit cons like uh, you were saying earlier that Q like oh I'm invested in these people now and like uh, you don't want them to die and then I was kind of sitting here quietly going but hang on Godzilla went into the town and straight up started flattening stuff that had just been flat like I mean I feel sorry because all of this film is just about intergenerational trauma on this like on the people of japan because it's just like wow they just survived a nuclear blast and now there is a giant monster that is indiscriminately fucking shit up and everyone's just like oh yep. cool what do we, how do we deal with that i also like how they pretty much uh just the america they were like so what about america i was like well they're not going to help us anyway we're on our own it's like fuck <laughs> it's like but i will also, say do you really want to turn around and ask the people that just fucked you over well yeah, yeah. Te technically that was like it was like a year later so it is part of the surrender like it's all happened and everything but then the, the america's just kind of like ah, eh, you've got this <laughs> it's like <laughs> <what>? yeah <laughs> 
That's kind of your problem now. Okay, bye. Yeah, that feels like a you problem more than an us problem. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought, uh, so the character of Nautico is um, an interesting one because she's not necessarily presented as, as sort of the traditional, you know, housewife or anything like that. Um, you know, she's not even necessarily a, a romantic sort of interest to begin with. But then that growth of the character and the closeness of those characters, I was kind of like, there's a point, and, you know, we were deep in spoilers here, where she gets fucking blown away. And I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. And what if they'd have left her fucking dead, I would have been a little more um, <laughs> invested in it as a story point. Like, I'm happy that she survives. I don't want to fridge people. Um, yeah. But wouldn't have been the happy ending fridging. felt wrong. Sorry? It, um, she, she, she had had too much to do by that stage to have been able to call it a fridging anyway. Yeah. Um, but that was also one of those kind of like weird high moments. Yeah, I'm like, this is highly unlikely that anybody would have survived that and let alone finding her in a hospital bed a few months later with no scratches. Yeah, no. Just a head bandage. And I'm like, okay, she's looking pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like those... into the crash mats or what? It's, like, it's, it's probably... It's... Kind of like those people who like end up going through a massive car accident and they just pop out and stand up going, what the fuck just happened? And the car's absolutely totaled. That's that's, that's her mm. thing. She tried to do oh, that yeah, save yeah. and then, you know, I don't know, the wave. But, yeah, it was nice to see she didn't die. And I also love it as the like their relationship is that metaphor for post-war reconstruction, no matter where you're from, of like, right, you have to put everything that you knew in the past away and just start rebuilding stuff from you know, the ground up, which is like, well, we're not together, but we live in the same place now and we're just going to start this living again. Everyone's going to start living again. Why not? We haven't got anything. It was a sweet story to be thrown into the middle of this other story, which is about a giant monster and totally unexpected. Yeah. Okay, so... Yes. <laughs> but why? <laughs> we're getting to but the science. why? <laughs> it's just... Okay, so <laughs> death ray explosions. Yes. Hyper, hypervenous, yes. Cool. No, no doubt. It's very, very cool. We see it several times through the film. Um, yes. The first time we see it, it is, you know, witnessed and not very far from our main characters on their tiny wooden fishing boat. And when it happened, mm. I went, woof. That shock ray is probably going to capsize that boat. But, <laughs> and yet, no shock wave to speak of. And then we see it happen again in the city and suddenly like a nuclear-sized shock wave. But not only that, like, uh, sorry, what's the main character's name? I've forgotten. Shikishima. Shikishima. Shikishima literally saw Godzilla do that thing already. Yes. And when Godzilla starts to do the thing, instead of being like, shit, let's take cover, just stands there and looks at it. Like, and, and, and leaves her to, like, save him at the last second. He knew what was going to happen. He'd see, yeah, he'd see but it. this guy and, has a fucked up fight or flight and <laughs> <laughs> he freezes. 
He yeah. freezes. But that's one thing that got me. Like the first time I was like, well, there's going to be a big shockwave. No shockwave. Like second time, it's because the first one was enough on the shockwave water. to level a city. Yeah, it's because it was uh, on the water and one was on the land. Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> different physics. Yeah. I love your, your ex- extraordinary logic there, Jill, and I'm down for it. Um, and then, this is the yeah, totally. Um, and uh, there were points at the end as well where, like, you know, he does a big hyper beam and there's one of the ships goes down and stuff. And I'm like, well, the other ships are fine. Oh, okay, they're fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it looks differently on the water. Yeah, it does. Like, maybe, maybe it's not as powerful on the water because it's still getting water cooled. Like, his, his, you his, just um, the <laughs> <laughs> I do. That, that was like my first bit where I was kind of like, nah, but that doesn't track. Like, that's just something that you've now just kind of made happen for the story. Uh, and and that, that's hard for me to like. But how cool know, did Godzilla look when it was uh, like, you know, powering up in order to deliver that hyper beam and all of this? <laughs> All of the scales kind of lock in place, like yeah, the like, doom, doom, like the chevrons like on a stargate, and then it just goes like powering up. Yeah, yeah. fucking fuck stargate. yeah! Oh, dial in those chevrons, yeah. lock them in. Well, it's it's, it's a bit of star stargate, but also I had a little bit of star blazers for me as as well, like the eighties um, anime, mm-hmm. where you know it takes ages to power up, but then the actual beam is super fucking powerful. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. once again, hey, we're we're back in Japanese territory of talking about <laughs> gigantic fucking explosions. Yes, yeah, I, and I, it was the let's try and get Godzilla out to this trench under the water uh, that's like just over there, um, mm. and we really have to get him over there in particular to like surround him with bubbles to sink him. To the yes. cold depths of the ocean where he's been living. Yes. <laughs> that was that was my logic problem. Should Jill. Yeah. I mean, if we do it fast enough, the pressure's gonna fuck him up. And if that doesn't work, then we bring him up again very quickly and that will do it. Which well, and, and I can see no, I could see yeah, the logic in that, that because like, sense. you know, decompressing that like okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That that makes sense. Um, yeah. that, I guess they don't know how deep he's been. I, I guess. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yep. But I do love that. Like, like super spoilery. What actually took him out in the end was just a bomb to the head, which they could have done at any point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm. Yeah. He likes his chew toys, but you can't you can't bite that one. Yeah. <laughs> And I mean, bomb to the head, but also bomb to the inside of the head. Yeah, and yeah, it was more like the gullet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's. Let, um, and I also he did take inter- a couple of bombs to the face in the beginning. Yeah, but yeah, then he like regenerated, group. and that was really cool. Yeah, that was a cool scene. Oh, it was also yeah. an interesting yeah. bit of trivia is that that plane, the goofy looking plane that they got, that was an actual plane. Like that mm-hmm. was an actual prototype of thing from history, like uh, that they had started developing that kind of plane, and there's only one of it in existence. Oh, really? Yeah. And the prop that oh. they well, made. There were two. Yeah. 
and one of them is in Godzilla's mouth. No. <laughs> the the prop that they made for the the movie is like has was donated to the aerospace museum oh. to go next to the one that was kind of the, the old older one. But yeah, was, I thought that was an interesting bit of trivia because I looked at that plane and I was like, oh, that's so dumb. And then I looked at it, I was like, oh, oh, that was actually what they were planning on doing. That was a factual part of Japanese history <laughs> where they had planned on making those kind of little fighters. I don't know anything about the ejector seat and the whole thing about stop being a sacrificial lamb and you can live instead of die and it's more noble to live and raise a baby, but, you know, hey. That wasn't on the Wikipedia article. <laughs> I did think that was a really interesting theme, though, to, to be exploring through Shikishima and everything, the idea of what is your duty? Is your duty mm. to your country? Is your duty to the child? Is the duty to, the, to you know, trying to save more people? And is it shameful to to survive to live yeah and i by the end of it i was like fuck that was actually a, a fairly you know interesting way of exploring that question and and it's a, a cultural question that i don't think would happen in many other cultures yeah like we like there aren't many other cultures that that embrace the idea of kamikaze you know yeah japan is definitely uh has a long and storied history with uh suicide as a noble act as of atonement mm. Mm. um and i think the way that they incorporated that in the war was um it was highly traumatic there's another film um if anybody's interested in watching called letters from iwo jima and mm. uh that was about um like it was sort of like a last line of defense um in the Pacific Ocean as the American fleets were coming towards the coast of Japan and it was, was like just a, a suicide outpost basically. So people were like, as soldiers came onto the island, it was just like, oh, no, this is what's happening, guys. You have to take them out by any means necessary. And mm. if that's with a grenade, then you do it. So, yeah, that's mm. that was also uh, a really interesting film to watch about that kind of cultural part of um japan and mm. uh yeah it's a strange one book ended with the um, uh, the other the eastwood film yeah. um flags of our fathers so letters from Iwo Jima, yeah i was gonna start the japanese that. one and then the, yeah the, the american side mm. and, yeah and, and intentionally bookended like they, they were yeah. made together with the intent of them being um watched together which mm. is very interesting but yeah, like as you say, Jill, the the idea of seppuku and all that sort of stuff that is seen as as a, a way of cleansing yourself, you're like, fuck, that is that is such a deep, questionable part of that social uh, thing, and mm. I wasn't expecting to have that really served up to me in in a Godzilla film, um, and yeah. and not with you know the idea of the um, how important it is to be a parent and to um, you know, look after the next generation as well, because in that post-war era, you know, it's about rebuilding, it's about trying to turn into a new Japan, and mm. therefore the next generation is actually probably more important than the the, the previous and all of the, the honour and everything that went before it. So it's, I mean, wasn't expecting to get that deep, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Um, I was expecting to say it would stay about like you know waste. <laughs> um, so 
so that I could smash some ships. Um, a thing I did hear that I rather enjoyed, uh, the sound. So Godzilla's scream mm. is uh, very much iconic and everybody knows it. <laughs> yeah. So how do you make it bigger and louder? You just get the original scream and then you play it through speakers in a huge big room really loud and then you record that. Cool. So That's like how they the made reverb. his scream even bigger. Yeah, Not sorry, Dave. Just add some reverb, bounce it around a few walls. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Just make it louder. Problem solved. <laughs> so, do we imagine that this version of Godzilla is going to be uh, running alongside his buddy Kong? Um, and I don't know what to think about, uh, yeah, his pink glow up, but. <laughs> I must admit, I'm because I'm colorblind. The 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 language of color doesn't always immediately ping for me. So when you right. said he's got a Barbie glow up, I'm like, what the? F did I miss something? <laughs> and then realized that yes, whilst I saw them as being like, yeah, he's glowing red and he's angry, and that's different. No, they're pink. <laughs> I kind of I, I look at that like. I don't, I'm trying not to be dismissive, but I did see the pink Godzilla and I was like, oh, a Barbie Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, okay. Weird, but I'm going to go with it. Yeah, but then I saw the gauntlet on the Kong and, and then there's like chimpanzee Kong size things and it's like yeah. hollow earth things. Anyway, I really like Godzilla minus one. And they're also like Godzilla minus were one. somehow buried under Egypt and they... Yeah. And I'm like, is yeah. this a Transformers movie? It did have a bit of that feel. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was getting a little bit of the Transformer feel. <laughs> yes. What I'm hoping for is that somehow, and I don't know how it's going to work, they're going to manage to tie in some Pacific Rim in there because I would <laughs> dearly love a couple of big fucking mechs just around punching on this with is, all of the, the big monsters. That's freaking simple. Just one of the holes in the hollow earth goes into the bottom of the Pacific Rim universe and they just pop up one day and it's they've got to fight big... Like, they end up in Sydney Harbour, you know, <laughs> fighting yeah. something around the, the opera house. Very normal. Yes. Very normal. Which which could be 100 metres deep or five kilometres deep. We don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. We don't know. <laughs> No one Still has, not sure. No one has ever tested it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Wow. Well, hey, get out there so and so much Godzilla. Get out there and see Godzilla minus one. Yeah, can we do another one, one next week? What, have we run out of oh, Godzillas? <laughs> Peter, pick for your now. pick your favorite Godzilla movie, and we'll watch it for you next week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got to be the appropriate one because it's the only. <laughs> oh, yes, I'll watch it. <laughs> Going back to Broderick. Yeah. No. Back to Broderick. Uh, what are we doing next week? We haven't even announced the schedule. We haven't done it. We've been very remiss. We've had a few things on. It's been busy. It's been a busy end yes. of the year. Yes, we have uh, been very, very busy, but. Um, and we are also, as always, open to suggestions. Now, it is a, it is a short month for us. Uh, yes. Our, we, our usual Tuesdays um, would mean that the next one would be on Christmas. So, funnily yeah. enough, when no, sorry, the last one of the month would fall on Christmas Day. Um, Boxing so we're Day. Not no, it's that. Boxing Day. Is not it? Christmas Day. Yeah. Oh. Tuesday, Tuesday oh. is the 26th. 
It's oh. Boxing Day. And everyone so will be watching. And, and Boxing Day is for watching movies, not reviewing movies. Yeah. Oh. Boxing Day is for getting drunk and having naps at two in the afternoon and eating leftovers. Yes. And in 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 days of yore, it was always the, when they'd release a ne- the next big film in a series. So for me, Boxing Day. Oh, so Day we're going to go there. see Aquaman then. We're going to review Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last show of the month, guys. We're going to watch Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom, oh. and we're going to come straight in and review it for you. Yep. <laughs> That's it. You just you, you, you dug yourself a grave there, Quinny. And we are, um, we're I, gonna, I walked square into that. Yeah, we're going to jump in there and pull all the, the soil onto us <laughs> with that too. Yeah, so we're doing Aquaman oh. too. No. Oh, dear. Uh, and also, I had forgotten that Aquaman was even happening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah and and yes, Adski, of course, if you want to, you can just send me a question mark through Twitter and I will know that you're asking, what's the film for this week? <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, yeah. uh, and I will try and tell you ahead of time. But in the case of next week, I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> yes. We haven't actually. None of us know. Yet. With something Christmassy, we had, we've been talking about Christmassy stuff. Around. Yeah, there don't is, forget it is the festive season. If we're going to pick a Christmas movie, technically Prometheus is a Christmas movie. <laughs> I mean, let's talk about so what technicalities we're going to accept. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When we talk love, about our Christmas movies. I always love to throw is that. The movie it's like no, 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 more boundaries. <laughs> okay, then Peter, here's my boundary for you. You can pick any movie you want. But the poster for that movie has to have a couple in a red and a green sweater. Oh. <laughs> You've only got like 96 movies to choose from. They're probably all terrible. Oh, we should, we should find our very best and worst Hallmark Christmas movies because there are quite literally thousands of them. Um, They're all terrible. Yes, but do we really want to watch them to do no. this activity? No, oh, I don't want to watch them. <laughs> Sounds like no, a terrible thing to do, but it's funny. <laughs> um, we there are a lot of things that are coming out this month, but unfortunately, a lot of them are coming out right at the end of the month. Um, I'd very much like to uh, look at Rebel Moon, um, the uh, uh, um, Zack Snyder film that uh, Dion hates with a passion. Um, Don't even have to see it. And... I already know it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And uh, there is a bunch of other stuff coming out, so we will we'll be letting you know whatever we can find. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping it. Like I hope it surprises me, but I am I am not excited by any of that at all. There's Wonka. Oh. Wonka's coming out. I'm, I'm weirdly fascinated to see it, but yeah. at the same time, not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's just one. a bit of a but why just in general. Yeah. Mm. Like, but why? Yeah, we, like we need that. Timmy, film? Timmy, why are you going in this direction when you were quite clearly going in one direction? <laughs> Disney's pushing out another one. Wishes out soon. Oh, um, that's end of the month as well. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but like you know, there was a bit of a strike and things. I'm sure, we'll find things. Yeah. You know what? I, I, hey, I'd love to talk about the Doctor Who um, 60th anniversary specials. You know what? You can, you, know. you can if you want. You're allowed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was always God. allowed, Quinny. <laughs> it's like, I was going to go talk to you. You're allowed to. 
Thanks, Dion. Yes. <laughs> All right. We will make a decision, though, and we'll put something up so let people know what we are doing so we can do the homework. Or people can do homework. Or we could watch the thing. Yes. How's that sound? Yeah. How's we'll watch some. Apart from now, you know, look, go put on a dinosaur jumper and make some cardboard cityscapes and be your own personal Godzilla. <laughs> Run around your lounge. Godzilla, room. you want to see in the world. Yeah. Be, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't sound like not fun, to be honest, right? No. Actually, yeah. that was one of the. Sorry, I know we're leaving and we're wrapping up, but that's something that one of my friends did for his daughter. Um, he built an entire city out of cardboard boxes and then made her a Godzilla onesie. And so she could just tromp through the city and destroy everything. And I still think that sounds like the single best fucking birthday present ever. <laughs> sure. I hope Love he it. dressed up in like, okay, guys. A, a Mothra outfit and fought her. <laughs> <laughs> He's quite skilled at jujitsu, so that may have been, you know, a little unfair and not cool. She'll regenerate, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just, buff right just make another one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, okay, everybody. Man. We'll see you later. See you next week. listening to the periodic table of awesome podcast if you have questions please email info at the periodic table of awesome.com find us on our website www.theperiodictableofawesome.com where there's links to our itunes facebook youtube twitter instagram and twitch until next time stay awesome <laughs>